1: Here we go. We're
2: ready for a great conversation with, from Farrow City Council. Chuck's, you should have seen the eye that Chuck just gave me here. <laughs> he's, he's thinking we're gonna have a very interesting conversation this morning on our AM Minnesota program. If I can ever get this recorder to record, then we'll be in good shape. Anyway, we've got, we've got in studio my partner in crime over at Jana's Market Grill every Saturday royal ross only he's here in the capacity of a city council member and and chuck teal is with us as well the newest member of the city council right chuck that is right and right. i asked you this before we went on the air so i might as well ask you it while we're on the air are you enjoying this i really enjoy it
1: yeah it's uh, I, i'm learning a lot here still um and i have a lot to a lot to learn still but i'm getting more comfortable every week with uh with uh kind of speaking my mind a little bit more and I I did a lot of listening the first few months so but yeah it's I'm really enjoying it I'm really enjoying it what is it about this
2: because it takes a lot of time let's be honest it's pretty time consuming to be on the city council it is
1: it is yeah you know a a few hours a week and in reading the reading the agenda packet and 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 then um you actually read the agenda packet
2: i've i used to go religiously to every council member and cover those meetings and i swear to the high heavens there were people that did not read the packet
1: well um by by read the agenda packet i mean like skim over it skim the not so important things but then read yeah read the read the things that i need to be filled in on for sure
2: yeah. royal, royal had a big smile on his face when i asked that question so
3: i have uh, i have talked to other council members aside and said look we can tell when you don't read your packet and i've called them out on it now in private i don't do this uh, well, of you know, course. In, but i've called them out and I said don't waste our time if you're going to be on this council you're going to read the packet you're going to know what's going on when you come into the meetings And quite honestly, you're not going to ask stupid questions that are clearly answered in your packet. Yeah, Ah, that's what used to
2: drive me nuts.
3: Oh, it does me too. (laughs) And we've had, I've been on there now, this is my seventh year, and we've had a couple council members that will come in there and clearly have not even opened their packet. (laughs) And I just tell them, you're wasting our time. So you either prepare before you come to the meeting or maybe this gig isn't for you well
2: i'm I'm, again i'm not going to say any names or anything but this particular council member i have in mind used to say well i did read my packet but the audience that's viewing on fctv does not have the same opportunity to read the packet that i do and i'm thinking yes they do
3: they read the same packet yeah (laughs) the same packet is available to the public at the same exact time it's available to us Mm -hmm. We don't get a top-secret packet. We don't get an amended packet. We don't get a change. Uh, uh, Let me rechange. Amended packets do come out. But we do not have different information walking into that city council meeting than the general public has available at their fingertips.
2: That's currently. Now, back in the old days, long before we had the technology we do today, they used to, I think it was... uh, uh, somebody in the police department, the uh, CSA,
3: uh, uh, is it CSA, the Community Service Office, CSO? Yeah,
2: they would deliver the packets to the council.
3: CSOs members. used to deliver <laughs> 400 page printed packets to yeah. the council. You talk about oh, a wow. waste of
1: trees. That is a waste. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, we don't uh, do that anymore.
3: You
2: got to do They had to get the packet. Well, right. But back then, they did have a packet, and the general public didn't.
3: C- correct. But now they're, I can assure the public, the same information that we have is available to you, Joe Citizen, Joe and Jane Citizen, at the same time we get it. I bet it. They this had council a
2: council member was called out at a council meeting and said, didn't you see that in the packet? Well, sure I did, but the audience doesn't have the packet, so that's why I'm asking the question.
3: Okay, and I can see that because there is, you know, I can see that, but we're past that. Way past that.
1: I wonder if back in the day you could go to City Hall and there was a copy of the packet at City
3: Hall if you wanted to go yeah. read through I, it. I, I honestly don't know because I've never received a paper packet. So In the seven years I've been on there, I've never received a paper no, packet. No, back in the day but, when the CSO But I know, I'm just said. saying I have yeah. no...
2: Well, you have an iPad now, right? Don't you get... Yes,
3: we do. Yes, we have iPads. or what, I call them a tablet. Mine's, mine's Chrome, so it's not an oh, iPad. But, but yeah. the same thing, yeah, we have tablets. I don't care what you call them right La- laptops They're laptop i wouldn't go that far it's a tap <laughs> you don't think it's a laptop <laughs> no it's not a laptop <laughs> oh my now, now we're disintegrating. but we got to have more important things to talk about here don't we gordy no i was just uh, just
2: we were talking about how much he enjoys being on the city council i asked him why yeah
1: yeah yeah i, I just i i really enjoy uh i really enjoy it i, I don't what, what's what's the exact reasons i'm I, i'm not sure I really like helping the community i've i've been uh a part of an integral you know i've i've, I've always wanted to be an integral part of fairbo um when we had the business downtown I, I was always um i was always really active in the community and community events and stuff and i and i just i just i just love fairbo so so yeah in royal you could be sitting with your feet up because you're pretty close to retirement here,
2: but you're still on the council
3: oh and just like chuck i i love this i absolutely love um not only being active in my local community i love politics and um to me it's it's a best way you can be involved in your community and you know, you'll have to ask Peter Van Sluis about this next time, but city council right now has two naturalized citizens on their city something. council, which is amazing to me in a town of 25,000. It is. But talk mm-hmm. to Peter Van Sluis the next time you have him in there. And as he went through the naturalization process and he had to take that test, you know, to become a citizen and everything, one of the things that they point out through that I don't know, class, that anyway, the course of becoming a citizen it is every citizen's obligation to know what 's going on locally and to be involved in their local community that's that 's the thing our naturalized citizens are taught you know which is pretty amazing because most people just have no desire to it 's understandable they have no desire to take part politics. in politics or even take part in volunteer events and stuff in our community. But the important thing that Peter will, I think Peter will uh, stress is, it is a citizen's right or ob, not right. It's a citizen's obligation to be informed about what's going on.
2: And there's no reason not to be.
3: We do our best, you know, in this day and age with communication, I, I, I think it's actually gotten harder Social now media. to be informed because now information is spread out over a tremendous area of the internet and everything it used to be you could literally open the Fairbo daily news and you could inform yourself about everything that's going on in your community in roughly three minutes just by reading the headlines well now 10 times more information is available on the internet but it's all in different places it 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 now is... Well, and it's not fact-checked either. No, it's not fact-checked. But it also takes you a tremendous amount of time to know what's going on in the community, to to know that Faribault Harley-Davidson is having a cooperative event with the Chamber of Commerce on any given night, and also to know that Shaddock St. Mary's is bringing in a world-renowned concert pianist. And at the same time we have that going on, you should know that... There is a uh,
0: uh, community
3: fashion. center uh, discussion, and all the public is invited. It's just across the board, and, it, and it's it's tough for people to know what's going on because there's so much going on, and everything is announced and talked about in a different location. I want to go back to radio and newspaper. <laughs> Get all your information from there. Well, but you're sitting right here in a radio I studio. I know it. And, and I'm being a little facetious there, but I like information.
2: And our website is very well read.
3: Yes. Yep. You guys have a very good uh, website for current local content. Yep. What yes. do you think, Chuck?
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. <laughs> you I, I, I catch myself scrolling on my phone. So um and and I don't like that, but but that made me think of that because I'd lo- I love picking up a newspaper or listening to the radio, so. <laughs> oh, well, so
2: what can I say? We're going to get our Agra Boosters uh, opening market report, and then we'll visit more. I promise we'll talk about city issues like the draft energy action plan that they talked about earlier this week, or their recruitment of a city administrator. Will they promote within? Will they... Try to get someone from outside. We'll get their opinions on what they think should happen when AM Minnesota continues. Our KDHL Boosters include 321 Fence Faribos, specializing in top-quality fences for residential and commercial properties, and Northland Buildings. For quality post-frame construction, head to
0: northlandbuildings.com. Soybeans and corner blower, cattle are mixed, hogs are higher. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. The path to higher yields is now at your fingertips. Download the Stein Seed app today and and access valuable in-depth agronomic information, their seed lineups, and more. Soybeans were lower this morning. There have been some harvest delays this week, but activity is still moving forward in most of the region. And there is some spillover from the broader market following better-than-expected jobs numbers, which has sent Treasury yields higher. November beans are down a dime at 1270 and three quarters. January is nine and three quarters lower at 1288 and three quarters. December soybean meals down $4.30 at 372.90. December soybean oil 17 points lower at 55.10. Corn's lower, expecting the USDA to report solid harvest progress in the weekly numbers Tuesday, which are delayed today by the federal holiday on this upcoming Monday. Dry weather's an issue in Argentina and planning conditions are mixed in Brazil. December corns down three and a half at four ninety four, and March is three and a quarter lower at five oh nine. And wheat's down on profit taking. Russia's made more strikes on Ukraine's export infrastructure, but this is not driving business to the United States. In fact, if anything, it's driving more business to Russia. December Chicago's down four and a quarter at five seventy four, oversold. December cotton's up nine at eighty six sixty three. March is eleven higher at eighty seven seventy, with some bullish demand expectations. November rice is up fourteen at fifteen eighty one. Live cattle have turned mixed, and feeders are lower with the uh, recent sluggish demand in beef. December lives up thirty at one eighty five sixty seven. February's twenty higher at one eighty nine eighty. November feeders are down eighty at two forty nine fifty, and January's ninety seven lower at two fifty two zero seven. And hogs are up, covering shorts. Pork was firm yesterday as well. December lean seventy higher at seventy two ninety seven, and February's up ninety cents at seventy six eighty five. Uh, and uh, over in the broader market crude oils down modestly john perkins brown am minnesota
2: on the mighty 920 kdhl our opening market report also a service of craig keller at the keller insurance agency near strand craig helps protect all things that are near and dear to you t and w towing your air cushion recovery experts a couple of faribault city council members are in studio royal ross hopefully we will be able to join me tomorrow at Jana's market grill because we're able to be out there again are you able to be with me tomorrow i
3: will be there tomorrow but we should tell them what we're there for it's a fair area coaches show correct we need to change that title though it's not just coaches it can
2: no i know it's just it's been traditional and no absolutely you can come up with a better idea i'm i'm open to games i mean i'm open to a, a new title
3: it's a very easy way, though, to insinuate that we're speaking about local area high schools and stuff. Correct. Whereas if we just say fairway area activities, you know, that's not same. So I digress. Let's talk city council. Yeah.
2: No, we, we welcome not just athletes out there, robotics, a band, choir. We want all of the extracurricular, co-curricular activities to be represented. You're absolutely right. So, Chuck, what's been your biggest surprise on the council?
1: Oh, that's a good question. My biggest surprise is uh, we, I, I think my biggest surprise so far is we had a meeting. I mean, it wasn't too long ago, but it was like, it was an official city council meeting and it was 12 minutes and that kind of surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> 12 minute meeting, Royal. I thought, I thought they were going to be a little bit longer than that, but no, that was just the one. So that's my biggest surprise I think so far.
3: <laughs> You want me to talk about that a little sure, bit? Because we, we do uh, chuckle about a little bit because some of our neighboring communities, they will have two and a half, three, three know. and a half hour council meetings. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. Our attention span is just not there. And and the way Faribault does it, and it's part of the personality of the council is we cover important stuff in our work sessions. Mm-hmm. Our work sessions is where we learn about everything.
2: That's where the decisions are made, you're
3: saying. No, I'm saying that's not where the decisions are made. We can't make decisions at a work session. Well, that's where we, we that's that's where we learn about it. And you know, you're talking about reading the packets and stuff. And we are very diligent at those work sessions to learn about the issues, to ask all of our questions. And if we need additional information, that's where we ask for additional information that will then be delivered to us. So when we get into city council meetings, we don't have a collective agreement on how an issue is going to be voted on. But I'm very confident that I can say that individually, we come in fully knowledgeable mm-hmm. about the issues that we're going to be voting on. And there is just no, there's not much discussion in our city council meetings because all that discussion has been done in the open work sessions. I mean, the community can still come to those and, and take part in and not take part, but can watch them, listen to them, you know. But we prepare, I guess, is what I'm saying at the, at the work session so that when we come into a city council meeting, we know what we're gonna be voting on We know the issues. We know all the facts about it. We've asked for all of our background information. We've asked for all of our additional background information. And that's how this council, I can confidently say, is very knowledgeable about the issues. And we take care of business in in a very knowledgeable way. I think some of the other councils, from what I understand, they're trying to learn about all these issues that they're voting on the night they're voting on them. And you, I, don't, I just don't see how that works because you don't have enough time to, to ask for background information, for clarification, things like that. So Chuck, what do you, what do you pick up in your first few months? Well, yeah, no, and, and, and a, lot of, a lot of that is
1: <clears throat> we'll talk about it in a work session and then we, ha- we have a week to, to decide on it and, and, and think about it and, and um, discover it more and research what our, what our vote's going to be the next Tuesday. So it, I, I really like how, how, how the fair bow you know the administrator and and the the clerk and everybody i i really like how it's run and
2: the then, one drawback to that though is that you if you don't have that conversation in the council meeting the general public who typically does not come to your work sessions doesn't get to to hear the banter between council members and their opinions
3: on it right that is true and I'll go back to what I'm telling you to follow up with Peter Von Sluis is, is that it's every citizen's obligation to know what's going on. So remember, those work sessions are covered. They're covered by the Fairwood Daily News. I've seen you at our work sessions many, many times with your little recorder out.
2: Well, recording
3: yeah. the, you know, we the get specifics. the mayor to do a
2: summary for us. We appreciate that. You
3: get the mayor to do a summary after every single meeting. So, I mean... Uh, the citizens of uh, Faribault, in my opinion, are as informed as they want to be. If you know, if they don't want to be informed at all, that's their stance on it. If they want to be informed, and you know what, they can always call any of our city council members mm-hmm. after yep. a work session, after a council meeting. I get I get calls probably twice a month, just either questions or saying, Royal, what in the heck were you thinking? Yeah. Why are you doing?" or Royal, thank you. Thank you for doing that. So um, the other thing I will add too is in this particular council, and, and I think this is a personality of the particular council, I think we've trained the city department heads and stuff in how we want the information. We don't want a lot of fluff. We want the facts. We want it laid out. And I had a discussion one time about a, with a city department head because I say, I used to tell them, you're taking too long to say this, and you're saying the same stuff over three and four times. And this department had said, but I want to be complete. And I said, no, this city council wants you to be concise. We want to know what the issue is, what you're teaching us, what you're explaining to us, what you're telling us about. You don't need to say the same thing three times. You just need to say it once. But be concise, tell us exactly what you want us to know about the issue. We'll answer, you know, or we'll ask any questions as follow up, anything we need to know. But come on, you know, you 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 tell us the same thing four times in a seven minute time period. You're you're losing us. That's my feeling on it.
2: Well, you guys are working on the budget currently.
1: Yes, we sure are. Yeah, the preliminary budget came out a couple of weeks ago. And um it's definitely higher than all of us want. That's for sure. Um, there's been some some hikes in uh, the the uh, city staff um, has health insurance, and the health insurance uh, rates um, went up. What was it, thirty percent or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah.
3: Our current our current uh, current provider went up thirty percent. Chuck's right in our just yeah. our health insurance for our for our uh, employees. Yeah, as for our city employees, so so we went out and we actually got that
1: we we got new health insurance it looks like and that's going to lower the budget that's going to be a little lower um so that that's going to help a lot um, but i know the city administrators working with department heads and stuff just to see what we can do to to just get that down as much as we can but we know with we know with inflation um the budgets are going up um i talked to my 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 friend at the Otana the city council and there there's is right in line with ours as far as increase. So, um,
3: it's tough. It's tough with inflation right now. Do you have anything to add to that? Royal? The one thing I would like to add, and I'd like to stress to all of the citizens out there is, you know, when they hear that we're having a five or a seven or 10% levy increase and that your property taxes are going to increase, before you get really excited about that, look at the amount your property taxes are increasing and look at why in the way that they're increasing. Almost all of the tax property tax increase comes from an increase in taxable market value. So if you have a $200,000 house, just use round numbers, and the county, now this is county, not city, but the county determines the market value on your home the next year is increasing 10%, the taxable market value. Your home now went from 200,000 to a value of 220,000. In theory, it went up 20 grand. You know what your property taxes are going up from just the city now to property taxes are made up of three components, but just the city, about $10 a month. Would you trade $120 a year to have an asset increase $20,000 Gordy? I mean, come on, you know it's, um, and, and really, that's, that's what our taxes even at the inflated, even at the unusually high amount that we set it at, in the preliminary budget and I stress preliminary budget of a little over nine percent we're talking 10 to 15 dollars per month. But again, the reason for that is because the, your home has increased in value. 20 or $30,000. I don't care what investment it is. I don't care how they may, I don't care how you dice it. If I can increase some type of an expense, some type of an investment, some type of cost, somewhere between 10 and $15 a month, 120 to $180 a year, and I see a $20,000 net asset gain, in my personal portfolio, in other words, the house that I own goes up twenty, dollars $30,000, i will take it. You
2: agree,
1: Chuck? Do I agree
3: with what Royal said? Yeah, yep. absolutely I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It should be noted, the
2: preliminary budget cannot be increased after you pass the preliminary. You can go down, but you can't go up.
3: That is correct, by state statutes. Right. Yep, that's correct.
2: I just wanted to let people know that. Yep. So is there something that you want to bring up, Royal, in terms of concerns? I unfortunately didn't bring my phone in to get questions.
3: Um, no, I. Uh, it's been a pretty quiet time period, to be honest with you. I haven't been contacted by a lot of citizens lately. Um, we've got a couple of major things going on. You know, we're trying to create that new park down uh by the Vidoc, i'm not going to call it the Vidoc park because yeah, i personally think that's crazy name a crazy name it's about as vanilla as you can get no you might as well call it the green grass park but it is next to the Vidoc that should be hammond anderson park uh, you know i like your idea i personally would go with, honor a couple of women yeah, i personally like rock island park but you know anyway we're trying <laughs> to get that thing going and uh and there was a tremendous amount of community involvement that went into selecting the amenities of that park and the overall layout and design. And if you're listening and you, know, you have questions about, well, why did a splash pad get involved or, or excuse me, get included, but no pickleball courts? Well, citizens, you had your chance. We had lots and lots of uh, uh, meetings on it where people could express their opinions. We had a, a committee made up of primarily citizens, um, to select the amenities. Can't you still add the pickleball court courts? No, we don't have, not no, Not that it's been laid out. No, we really can't. But we are adding pickleball courts other places. But, okay. um, I, you know, that's one of the biggest things is please understand that when we do things, I always call the city council the big bad government. It's not the big bad government sitting up there deciding what amenities we're going to have in a new park. I mean, we take in a lot of public opinion on it. And we started out with over 30 mentioned or desired amenities for that new park. And we got it down to basically three. And so that was the process we used, but it involved public from, from the very beginning. Chuck, didn't wanna...
2: I hear Chuck, there's going to be like 9 million bucks to get this park done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's one big thing is figuring out how we're going to fund it. There's some, there's some, uh, John John Jozinski is bringing some people through um, at some point, and there might be some state funding that we can get. I think it's like two point three million, um, and that'll help a lot. Um, and then figuring out how we're going to pay for the rest of it. But I think I think it's going to be a a real nice asset to downtown, um, a, a free amenity to Faribault that. That people will be able to use so. Well,
2: if you've been to Europe, they all have big town squares.
3: And you know, if you remember from talking to Janet Vescomi when she was on council, and this is one area where Janet and I completely agreed and were locked up. Everything the citizens have told us is standard of living. We want to improve our options. We want to improve our activities in town and so. Well. The city council is not involved in creating a business like a roller skating rink or something like that. So, but they all want improved amenities that they can take part in and do. So we're improving our bicycle trails. We're improving our parks. We're doing our very best to listen to the citizens and improve the things that uh, they can take part in free, basically.
2: So, Chuck, what is the biggest issue that is facing this city right now?
3: well um
1: so I, I guess i think i think it's it's on that agenda right there in front of you um administrator um, murray is is retiring and um the guy's a rock star and we we need to we need to do our best to find another rock star to to fill his shoes so um it's it's a really important role in the city um so i that that I think that's the biggest issue in in town currently. Um,
3: what do you think, Mister Ross? I I completely agree. Um, Tim has been an asset in this community. He one of the very very few city administrators that has worked his way up and been promoted from within because he was our city engineer and and you know all the way through. The amount of history we're going to lose and the amount of knowledge we're going to lose when he retires and. God blessed him, you know, he's earned his retirement. And I I joke with him all the time that we're not going to accept his resignation or his retirement. And he jokingly uh, reminds me that uh, you don't have a choice. It's not whether you accept it or not. You know, so we banter back and forth, but it's going to be tough to replace him. He's great.
2: So with that in mind, how about promoting again from within? And if there's somebody that wants to I, do it.
3: I've asked about that and it doesn't appear that we have anybody that is, willing to step forward, you know, to, to jump into that role. Maybe we'll have somebody to apply from within. You know, Tim applied from within when it was time. Um, from what I've, what I've gathered and I've asked around, we don't have anybody that's probably going to do that. But, Chuck, it's probably not a bad
2: idea to have new blood, right? New ideas. Nothing wrong with new not ideas.
1: stuck in a rut. Of, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're stuck in a rut right now. But uh, yeah, fresh, fresh, good
2: ideas. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But Dag nabbit, this show's not long enough sometimes, and today's one of
3: them. Next time for me and Chuck, you'll have to turn it into an hour. Some of those other city council members, you can. Shut it down to fifteen minutes if oh you want. Oh, so and didn't I didn't so cool. that. I did but, not uh, say you know, but that. But Chuck probably, and I, you should make it an hour. That's
2: probably the audio clip I will be using on the new one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just kidding. That concludes today.
0: Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business, like that. Let's put it online and see what happens. Stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand.